You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about finding balance for ourselves and for our supervisees. This week, we read Mindfully Doing What Matters, Finding Balance in Imbalance, published in Psychology Today 2023. Um, Heather, a couple of points that we found in this article. The first one is sometimes it is difficult prioritizing. Right. When you're caught up in the chaos, then it's hard to remember that that like balance and finding the calm or kind the middle ground is hard to see. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell on myself. My okay. mom <laughs> listens to our podcast some of the time. I wonder if she'll hear, listen to this one. Maybe this will be a test. Okay. If she listens to this one, um, maybe she'll mention it to me. Um, when I was working towards getting my, uh, accruing my hours for full licensure. Okay. I always had two jobs. I had a full-time job and a part-time job. And part of that was timing. I got the part-time job first. Right. So you're and, just going to keep it. And- right. Um, and money. It was mm-hmm. nice to have the money. And that, sure, I mean, I'd like to finish up these hours quickly. So right. um, they were, I, it, I was definitely tired right. and working hard. And at one point um, at work one day, I thought, oh, my goodness, I forgot my mom's birthday. Oh, no. <laughs> and I pan and I mean, I'm doing like case management phone calls, like right. finding appointments <laughs> for people. And so in the middle of that, I stopped and made a phone call and ordered an edible arrangement. Awesome. Um, so for nice coverage. Th- right. So for, <laughs> for listeners that don't know what an edible arrangement is, it looks like a flower bouquet. Right. But it could be fruit or cookies. Mm-hmm. And with the fruit, they cover it in like chocolate, right. white or chocolate or dark chocolate. Right. So they make it look really pretty. Right. Um, so I ordered one of those, had it delivered to her house and sent a message and said, can I come over after work? Mm-hmm. And I thought, we'll share it. We'll right. Like, um, and so get off work, start heading over there and realize it's not her birthday. Oops. I'm actually like four months off. Oh, oh, you're yeah. not even in the right month. No, <laughs> way okay. off. Okay. Um, but I was so out of balance. <laughs> That I didn't, I just panicked and thought, oh my gosh, I've forgotten something. Well, and then once your brain kicked into gear to fix it, you were in just go mode. Yeah. This is the next thing. This is the next. Right. So I'm driving and it wasn't, it was actually just a few minute drive from work to her house (laughs) and realized that and thought, nope, not going to tell her. Right. Just going to enjoy the edible arrangement. We sat on the back porch. You didn't send a happy birthday card. Nope. Just because I didn't have time. You're just, it was just a mom moment. Yes. Okay. So, and and I got there and she went, look what I just got. She was excited. We Mm -hmm. sat on the, but she said, what a nice thing. And I said, well, I just, you know, I just thought I'd do something nice. (laughs) And I thought, I mean, clearly I need a break. Wait, how many years ago is this like a lot? Like, oh, we'll just summarize. 10 or 15, right? probably somewhere between 10 and 15 years ago. And your mom does not know. Nope. Okay. Well, now you're going to know if she yeah, listens. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just thought, I need it. Clearly, I need a break. And it would be nice to just sit 
outside right. and have a snack and mm-hmm. talk and mm-hmm. right yeah so i was really out of balance and that was the first that was the only way that's like what got my attention enough to realize i was out of balance mm-hmm. that wow this isn't even the right month right this is not even i'm not mm-hmm. even close Mm-mm. so sometimes it's difficult to prioritize right. <laughs> i think especially for our supervisees some of them are managing multiple sites mm-hmm. a lot of times what they're uh, dealing with just clinically in the room is new-ish they might be familiar but what they're taking in is new um they're still honing their therapy skills as far Mm -hmm. as being present with a client or talking what you say and don't say all those things Mm -hmm. and it's so easy for them to be out of balance and not know i think that's the biggest part be out of balance and then be completely unaware i'm actually happy when they come to me and they're like I'm a mess and they know it then you're like yes okay let's (laughs) what about the the, you describing that makes me think of all the supervisees I've had that counseling is maybe a second career right or or a change in direction Mm -hmm. a little bit so people who have come I've had a lot that have come from teaching right into counseling or some other people related or helping field into counseling and they know they're they feel off balance when they're trying to figure out a new a new way of doing it. Right. Like um, I've had lots of supervisees that have said, oh, I use my teacher voice. Right, and they or caught like, it. They yeah, like it. I don't like that, right. but I don't know how to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Or I caught it, but I don't know why I did it. Mm-hmm. It just came out of me. Um, so I think right. to me, that's a way that I've seen people notice or realize that they're feeling out of balance. Right. I am. Um, sometimes just can get a supervisee to start talking about what they think was off in a session and mm. sometimes just verbalizing it for themselves they'll catch like oh like once they've had to say it out loud they can catch like oh wait um i'm completely mm-hmm. you know and they yeah. can kind of retrack a little bit but trying to prioritize keeping the balance <laughs> yeah once they know they're out of balance is tricky yeah i mean we're talking about when you notice in yourself and, or you feel in yourself that you're out of balance but what about if you're setting or the things are the things that you're involved in are mm-hmm. pulling you out of balance and you feel kind of a tug of war mm-hmm. between what you want to do or what you're trying to do and what people are asking of you right i think that happens a lot for our supervisees mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. um, especially at places where they're maybe getting clinical hours and what they're asked to do maybe some of their jobs aren't all counseling related. yes that's I exactly think, what I was thinking. Yeah, I think that can be really, really tricky for right. them to find the right. I think um, I've had supervisees that are at, and it they aren't inappropriate counseling tasks. Right. It's just not the job of counseling. So right. maybe they're asked often to give a tour of the building. Right. Which isn't bad. No. It's just not helping them to gain the experience they're really looking for. Right. Or. Um, I don't know. Can you think of another example? Something that they might be asked to do that probably other counselors are asked to do within their job, but it's not really helping them improve their skills or gain experience. One in particular I can think of is I had a counseling, um, well, actually, I think she was done being a student at this point, but she didn't start out in counseling. She did the shift from social work. Mm -hmm. And so once you've done social work, your innate response is to be like they need food they need you're, you're mm-hmm. looking at all those things 
and really, yes, you can say, saying something in a session is fine, but using your outside time outside of session to Google all the places they can get free food is probably not the same role and trying to balance that yeah, because it is a good skill. I mean, I think, yeah. I, and when I've run into that with a supervisee, um, I think at least some of the time my supervisee has leaned towards doing that because it's comfortable right. and they feel, they know they feel knowledgeable and right. capable doing those things. And I'm pulling them in the other. Okay. Yes, that's good or useful mm-hmm. or important, but that's not what you're doing right, right now. Right. And that finding that balance between those two things, mm-hmm. they're very still social um, service related and mental health related, right? Yeah. If we're hungry, we're not in the best mental health state. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, a job I had. Actually, it was the same job that I felt so overwhelmed okay. that I got my mom's <laughs> birthday wrong. Um, they kept really poor records. Oh. And the my boss offered to buy everybody on the clinical team pizza for lunch one day and i thought (laughs) yeah cool i want yeah and said you know this is a thank you Mm -hmm. um so just at this time come to the medical records office and you can hang out and we'll we'll get pizza (laughs) i feel i know where this is going (laughs) i show up for pizza and there is a stack with my name on it yeah big giant stack of paper files and what they want me to do while i eat pizza is sign uh-huh. files and i sit down and i'm eating my pizza and enjoying it and talking and signing and you know i don't know how long i'd been doing it when i thought what? you didn't do all of these things that i'm signing for i didn't run that group right. or i didn't right. I, I did. that, no that person wasn't a client of mine and so then i thought oh they've mixed up the stack right you have my stack right yeah. they must have <laughs> someone just made a mistake and i no. No, they just wanted me to hurry up and sign all of these. Things. And then I thought, I mean, wait, I have a problem with that. And right. also, this is not counseling. Right. I mean, what if am this I were, doing? <laughs> right. If this were part of an extension of what I do, mm-hmm. okay, but I probably did my notes pretty accurately, right. I think. Um, and this isn't so that was a time where I had to go, wait, right. I really want this pizza, but I feel like I. Have, right. This is ill-gotten pizza. Mm-hmm. I, I think that might have been taught maybe in some supervision course somewhere at one point in time for mm-hmm. clinical medical directors. Oh, it was a good trick. It was a good trick because I think I've been in that spot before Yeah, where I'm like, wait, this wasn't my client. Why am I signing this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, if that ever comes back, that's really bad. We'll talk about that in a different yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, so the next point in the article after the the idea that sometimes it is difficult to prioritize and find balance, the next step is move towards balance over and over. Right. So once you know that you can get dissuaded, once you had the experience of not forgetting your mom's birthday, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it probably brought some kind of an awareness that you needed to kind of recalibrate. And yeah. once you've done that, it kind of is a something we strive for, right? Mm-hmm. If you're always aware that I need to balance this out. I don't remember how many years ago when my boys were little and they're like teenagers now. But I was like, oh, this whole like having toddlers and preschoolers and, and kids all the time, plus then going to counsel in the evenings, like I am disjointed. Mm-hmm. Like this does mm-hmm. not work for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why it didn't work for me. And it was just like mom brain versus work yeah. brain and like yeah. not finding the mesh of yeah. the two. So I, I think uh, your example of having kids is a good one related right. to this because the article talked about moving towards balance over and over. 
that you won't find balance and then you're just going to strike a pose right. and you're there forever. Right. Like keeps changing. Ta-da! Right. Balance that you, ha- that it's something that you regularly do. Mm-hmm. So I can completely picture a mom with young kids that you think today was a mess. Right. Wow. I can't believe. Wow. Mm-hmm. Today was totally, uh, yeah. <laughs> out of, it felt out of control right. or wow. That was a huge mess. Or, mm-hmm. But you don't just go, Oh, then it's always going to be a mess right. that you think, okay, well, but I'm going to keep moving in the direction of trying to find balance right. or trying to find a place that feels good. Right. Um, I think I have supervisees that feel that way. They feel All like the they have an off day mm-hmm. or an off session or something doesn't feel good and they feel completely defeated and think, oh, I'm bad at this. Right. They just like stop in their tracks. Right. Oh, I can't. And but- so this article is saying mm-hmm. that you don't, stop when you and just go oh i'm bad at this right. but instead you keep moving you you trying to move right. in the what direction makes tomorrow of, better right. what how am i going to organize mm-hmm. my time or my clients or whatever mm-hmm. easier mm-hmm. and if you are constantly kind of in that direction then it does become overall easier to find mm-hmm. balance if it's always a practice yeah i think i mean i hope that supervision with me is a chance to recalibrate and have like a, a right. point of reference and go right. okay maybe i didn't love how last week went or how a session went or how a phone call to someone mm-hmm. went but what was i shooting for what is it that i my intention is and right. then keep moving towards right. that so supervision is a time where you help the supervisee find that mm-hmm. spot to look at again right what do they call that in in like in yoga i think it's called oh. dristi yeah that sounds right where and what that means is to find a point of balance so look if you're trying to balance like on one foot Mm -hmm. you look off somewhere and find a um something still like a fixed point a fixed point and you focus on that and it helps you to maintain balance so maybe supervision is like tristy another that's a great way to look at it another um very similar observation is when um ballerinas are learning to twirl and Mm -hmm. not fall over Mm -hmm. they use the same thing you find a fixed point far away enough that it's not like you can keep your eyes focused on it and they hit that mark every time so even if they're switching if they're switching twirling Mm -hmm. three times in a row their head is snapping to that spot every time so they don't get dizzy but if they were just to go with their body they would get dizzy yeah that does make sense like your whole body is going to follow where your head goes right or where your line of sight goes so they keep themselves interesting Uh uh-huh there you go didn't know dance experience would ever play yeah. into our podcast. Yes. <laughs> so we're for ourselves, but also supervisees, we're we're trying to move towards balance over and over. Right. Find the find the fixed point mm-hmm. and go back to that. Right. Do you have to do that for yourself sometimes? Either counseling, supervision? Um, I would say all. Yeah. Like it's a constant practice. Um, I purposely have learned over the years to set certain things that I know will bring me balance. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, that's getting outside, even if it's Mm -hmm. cold or hot, whatever, just sunshine brings me balance. Mm -hmm. So I know that's one of those things, but I think it's kind of the more often that I purposely am putting things in for balance, then the more, I don't know, calm, I don't Mm -hmm. know, and maybe joy that comes with that. And so I almost crave it. Like it's Uh like, okay. I know if I get out and walk for 20 minutes, like yeah. I'm going to recalibrate and I'm going to be okay. Uh-huh. I think about that for my clients, but this morning I feel like it happened. It was a client thing and a me thing that um, 
I think I keep my office pretty consistently the same mm-hmm. for me. Right. So it feels calming right. and I know what to expect, but also clients too, especially kid clients really right. notice they when things They come in and change. they're like, oh, and they kind of can relax mm-hmm. and melt in. Um, maybe, I don't know how many years, it's been a long time now since I really rearranged and my office was really different. Mm-hmm. And I gave kids like a whole month warning. Right. The office furniture is moving. <laughs> it's going to change. Right. I think like two more times and the next time right. you come, it's going to look different here. And it, and it was really useful to tell them so many kids would go, oh, what's going to change? Right. Are the trucks still going to be here? Right. They would want to know. Right. You know? And I'm like, yes, the couch will be the same. Okay. It's just going to be over there. You right. know, little things like that. Um, but this morning, um, I started getting ready for the day. And last week, uh, one of the kids that I see every week, I told him that we would do something today. Right. And when I was getting ready, I quite, I went like, ugh, I don't really want to do that. And, it would make getting ready easier mm-hmm. this morning mm-hmm. if I just skipped that step and just tell him I forgot right. or even thought I'm going to tell him like I dropped the dropped it in the parking lot. Oh, right. we can't do it. And I thought I was standing there debating with myself and thought, no, I told him this is what right. we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And and knowing that the things that I said we were going to do, we're actually going to do is important to him. Right. And so I did. And small steps, right? Yeah. Those little tiny steps towards the right mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, and I do, I, for me even, I thought, no, that meant something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep do it. Right. going back to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last point in our article is that small steps reach the finish line. Yeah. And I think in the finish line can be literally like you talked about this morning with that client. For that client, that was for you, the balancing finish line. Mm -hmm. But it can also be like at the end of like maybe just getting through, getting prepped to go on vacation. Mm -hmm. Like finish line is vacation. And so Mm -hmm. what you need to do to maintain and balance until you can get to that point. Mm -hmm. The finish line could be getting your hours done if you're a supervisee. It can be, I mean, any of those markers, right? So they can be immediate, but they can also be further down the road. Mm -hmm. I noticed uh, the, I mean, the way that we speak English is... (laughs) challenging in that that i have a lot of clients that will say well but i'm not better mm. and what they mean when they say that is 100 percent better complete. complete right and then we'll talk about well you things are actually better, better. right and we'll ha- and i'll ha- like go reflect with them on things that have changed and it might not be that they've reached the finish line Correct. yet but um this kid today who I promised we would do something, um, he'll occasionally, he'll get kind of down on himself and I'll rem- remind him, remember what it was like when we first met each other? Mm-hmm. Right. And he'll go, oh yeah. And I'll, and I'll remind him, see, it's different. That right. doesn't happen anymore. Oh yeah. And he might even say, well, I did last week one time. Well, right. that one, one time, time out of 20 that's totally right. different than right. um so i think it, i think that often happens with clients but i think it can happen with supervisees oh, and us as counselors and right. supervisors that we might think well it's not better right meaning finished but but it is definitely better it's in changed right? right and that maybe the, the small steps that get us there we, the expectation isn't that we just jump to the end all at once right and I think it, you know, this morning I was talking to a supervisee about note taking and kind of things mm-hmm. you have to document and also what not to document. <laughs> and we were talking about the process and I said, remember how hard this was? 
Like Mm -hmm. before, now I can just say, oh, you don't need that. And you already know why I think that. Like we don't have to have a full, you know. Yeah. But it's things like that, like giving them like, like just little bits and like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's easier in supervision. Or maybe before they were afraid to bring things into supervision. Mm -hmm. Like a little Mm -hmm. like, oh, what's my supervisor going to think of me? But now that they've done it a few times, it's like, well, it doesn't matter if I mess up. That's why I go to supervision, like to yeah. have somebody to give me feedback and right. to get help with this. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. such a... That may, that reminds me, I think I have a supervisee I'm going to ask about notes next time. We okay. to <laughs> but because, notes? because I do think that, I mean, even from what I'm hearing week to week, that there must be progress, but we haven't gotten to really appreciate the right. progress. Right. Um. So I think I'll make sure I'll point of doing that the next time I talk to them to say, I mean, you're not telling me this is hard, so it must be better. Right. So tell me what's better. Very good. So maybe that the way that we are a part of that process, the small steps that reach the finish line Mm -hmm. is that we can help remind them that you're not going to reach the finish line all at once. Right. And that and we can help them appreciate when they do make small steps. Right. And that that does bring you ultimately to what you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. Heather and I would love to hear your ideas for future episodes and about times when you have really felt out of balance. 